The Yellow Wallpaper by Charlotte Perkins Gilman. It is very solemn, seldom, that mere only people like John and myself secure astral halls for the summer. Colonel Mansion, Heritage State, I would say a haunted house, and reach the height of romantic facility, but that would be asking too much of fate. Still, I still will proudly declare that there is something queer about it. Else, why should it be let so cheaply, and why have stood so long untenanted? John laughs at me, of course, but he one expects that in marriage. John is practical and extreme. He has no patience with faith and tense horror of this superstition. He only discuss openly any talk of things not to be felt and seen, put down in figures. John is a physician, and perhaps I would not say it to living soul, of course, but this is dead paper, a bed paper. And a great relief to my, in my to my mind. Perhaps that is one reason I do not get well faster. You see, he does not believe I'm sick. And what can I one do? Physician of high standing, one's own husband, assures friends and relatives that while there is nothing, really nothing the matter with one, but temporary nervous depression, slight hysterical tendency. What is one to do? My brother is also a physician, also high standing, he says the same thing. So I take phosphates and phosphates, whatever it is, tonics and journeys and air and exercise, and I'm absolutely forbidden to work so I'm well again. Percy disagree with their ideas. Percy believe that conjugal work, excitement and change would do me good. But what am I one to do? I did write for a while in spite of them, but it does exhaust me. A great deal, a good deal. Having to be so sly about it, I even met, I was met with heavy opposition. opposition. I always fancied that in my condition, I had been less opposition, more society and stimulus. But John says the worst thing I can do is to think about my condition. I confess it makes me feel bad. So I will let it alone and talk about the house, the most beautiful place, quite alone, standing well back from the road, Quite three miles from the village, it takes me, makes me think of the English places. You read about, but there are the hedges and walls and gates that lock, and lots of separate little houses, gardeners and people. This, there is a delicious garden. I never saw such a garden, large and shady, full of large box, bordered paths and lined with long grape-covered arbors. The seats under them, the green, there were greenhouses too. They were all broken now. There was some legal trouble, I believe. Something about the heirs and co-heirs. Anyhow, the, the place had been empty for years. That's why it was my ghostliness, I'm afraid. I don't care. There's something strange about the house. I can feel it. He said so to John one moonlight in the evening. He said that I felt that what I felt was a draught and shut the window. I felt unreasonably angry with John sometimes. I'm sure I never used to be so sensitive. Things done due to this nervous condition. But John says, if I feel so, I shall let proper self-control, so I take pains to control myself, for him at least. That makes me very tired. Don't like our room a bit. I want one downstairs that's opened on the plaza. I had roses all over the window. Such pretty old-fashioned trees hanging, but John would not hear it. He said there was only one window, not and not one room. Not room for two beds and no room near room for him. He, should, he took off another. He was very careful and loving and hardly 
lets me stir without special direction. Have a schedule prescription for each hour in the day. Takes all care from me. So I feel basically, basically ungrateful. But to no value it, do not value it anymore. He said he came here solely on my account. I was to have perfect rest and all the air I could get. It size depends on your strength, my dear, said he. And your food somewhat on your appetite. But the air you can absorb all the time. So he took the nursery at the top of the house. His big airy room. Whole floor. Nearly with windows that looks all the ways. And rare that sun and air and sunshine galore. Is a nursery first and then playground and gymnasium. I would judge for the windows of bars for little children. The rings and wall, things of the walls. A paint and paper. Looks as if a boys' school had used it. Stripped, stripped off the paper and those great patches all round. Head my bed. About as far as I can reach. A great place on the other side of the room, low down. I never saw a worse paper in my life. One of those spiralling front patterns. Committing every artistic sin. So enough to confuse the eyes in flowering pronunciation, enough to consistently irritate, provoke, study, and when you follow the lane, certain curves of a little distance and suddenly commit suicide, plunge off a career outrageous angles, destroy yourselves and unheard of contra- contradictions, colours dependent, almost revolting, a smoothering, unclean yellow, strangely faded by the slow turning fern light. Dull Yet lurid orange in some places, sickly itself of tint in others. No wonder the children hate it. I would. No wonder the children hated it. I should hate it myself. I had to live in this room long. There comes John. I must put this away. He hates to have me write a word. We've been here two weeks. I haven't felt like writing before since the first day. I'm sitting by the window now. Up in this atrocious nursery, there's nothing to hinder my writing as much, so please save lack of strength. During his way all day, even some nights, when his cases are serious, I'm glad my case is not serious. There is no those nervous troubles are dreadfully depressing. John does not know how much I really suffer. He knows there's no reason to suffer. That satisfies him. Of course, it's only nervousness does not does weigh on me, so not to do my duty in any way. I meant to be much, such a help to John, such a real rest and comfort. I am, here I am, a comparative burden already. Nobody would believe what an effort it is to do what little I am able to dress and entertain on all the things. It's fortunate Mary so good with a baby, such a dear baby, I, yet I cannot be with him. It makes me so nervous. I suppose John never was so nervous in his life. He asked me about this wallpaper. First, he felt it meant to repaper the room. Afterwards, he said he was, I was letting it get the better of me. Nothing was worse for a nervous patient to get away, give way to such fancies. He said after the new paper, wallpaper was changed, it would be the heavy bed set, then the barred windows, then the gate at the head, the stairs, and so on. You know the place is doing you well, good, he said. I really, dear, I don't care to renovate the house just after a three months rental. Then do let us go downstairs, I said. There's still plenty of room there. Then he took me in his arms and called me blessed little goose. I said he could go go down go down cellar if I wished. 
have it whitewashed into the bargain. But he is right enough about the beds and windows and things, airy and comfortable, a room that anyone could, would need wish. Of course, I would not, not be so silly as him and make him uncomfortable just for whim. I really quite fond of the big room, all but the horrid paper. Out the window I can see the garden, those mysterious, mysterious deep shaded arbours, riotous old-fashioned flowers, bushes, garlarly trees. I have another get a lovely view of the bay, a little private wolf blowing to the state. This is a beautiful sided line that runs down there from the house. I always fancy I see people walking these numerous paths and arbours, but John has cautioned me not to give way to fancy in the least. He says with emotive power, habit story making, nervous weakness, I mind sure to lead to all manner of slightly fancies. I am ought to make to use my will and good sense to check the tendency. So I try. Think sometimes that if I were only well enough to write a little, I would it would relieve the press of ideas rest me. But I felt but I find I get pretty tired when I try. So it's discouraging not to have my, any advice and companionship. But I work. And I get ready, really well, John says. He'll ask Cousin Henry, truly down for a long visit. But he says he would soon put fireworks in my pillowcase. Pillow so let me have those simulating people about now. I wish I could get well faster. But I must not think about that. This paper looks at me as if it, if it knew... What a vicious influence it had. There's a current spot where the pattern lulls like a broken neck and two bubbles eyes stare at you upside down. I get positively angry with the impertinence of it. The everlastingness, up and down sideways they crawl. There's a surge on bleaking eyes are everywhere. There's no place there, two breaths. Don't didn't match. The eyes go all up and down the line. Once a little higher than the other. One a little higher than the other. Never saw so much expression in an inanimate thing before. We all know how much expression they have. I used to lie awake as a child, get some entertainment, tear out of blank walls of plain furniture. And then most children could find a toy store. I remember what a kindly wink the knobs of our big old bureau used to have. There was one chair where he seemed like a strong friend. He used to feel if any of the other things look too fierce, could always hop on the chair and be safe for furniture in this room. It's no worse than and harmless, however, if we had to bring it all from downstairs. Suppose when this was used to be a playroom, they had to take the nursery things out, and no wonder never such a ravages as children have made here. The wallpaper, as said before, is torn off in spots and stick of closer than a brother. They must have a perseverance as well as hatred. When the door floor is scratched and gorged and splintered, the pastor so have dug out here and there in this great heavy bed, which we all found in the room. Looks as if it had been through the walls, but I don't mind it a bit, only the paper. There comes Johnny's sister. She's a dear girl as she is, so careful to me. Must not let her find out me writing. Perfect enthusiastic housekeeper. Hopes for no better profession. I merely believe she thinks it is writing which makes me sick. Made me sick. But I can write. 
as she's out, and see her a long way off in those windows. It's one that commands the road, a lovely shaded body road, one that just looks off over the country, a lonely, lovely country, too full of great elms and velvet meadows. All this wallpaper is kind of sub-patterned in a different shade, a particularly irritating one. You can see only, you can see in certain lights and not clearly then, but in places where it is faded. Where the sun is just so, I can see a strange, working, fullness sort of figure. Seems to skulk about behind that silly compotious from design. There's sister uh, on the stairs. But the 4th of July is over, the people are gone, tied out. John thought it might do me good to see a little company, so I just had Mother and Nelly chewing down for a week. Of course, they didn't do a thing, Jenny sees everything now. They tired me all the same. John says, I don't pick up any f- up faster. She will send me to Will Mitchell in the fall. But I don't want to go there at all. I had a friend who has his has who was in his hands once, she says. So it's just like John and my brother, only more so. Besides, it's such an undertaking to go so far. Don't feel that it was worth while to turn up to my hand over for anything, I'm getting dreadfully fretful and curious. I cry at nothing and cry most of the time. Of course, don't know when John is here or anyone else, but when when I'm alone, I am alone a good deal. But now John is kept in town very often by serious cases. Jenny's good, lets me alone. I want her to. So I walk a little in the garden or down that lonely lane. Sit on a porch under the roses, lie down there a great deal. I'm getting fond of the room in spite of the wallpaper. Perhaps because the wallpaper dwells in my mind so. I lie here on this great immovable bed. It's nailed down, I believe. It follows that pattern. About for by the hour. It's good as gymnastics, I'm sure you. Start, we say, at the bottom, down in the corner. Over there, where it's been not been touched. Tell me for the further time. For follow the pointless pattern to some sort of conclusion. I know a little principal design. I know these things. Not all arranged by any laws of radiation, alteration, or repetition, or cemetery, or anything else I've heard of. It appeared, of course, by the breaths, but not otherwise. Looked at one of each breath, stands alone and bloated curves and flourishes, kind of a debased Romanesque, delirium toniums, so rolling up and down in some nice little columns, fertility. But, on the other hand, they connect directly as sprawling outlines run off in a great sludding waves, optic horror, like a lot of wallowing seaweeds in full chase. The whole thing goes horizontally too, at least it seems to. I thought it myself and trying to distinguish the order that's going in that direction. It used to be used a horizontal base for a freeze, and it adds woefully to the confusion. There is one end of the room where it's almost intact. There, when the cross lights fade and the low sun shines right upon it, I can almost fancy radiation. After all, interminable grotesque scene to form around a common centre, rush of the headlong plunges of equal distraction. It makes me f- tired to follow it. I've taken that, I guess. I don't know why I should write, write, write this. I don't want to. I don't feel able. 
I know, I, and I know, John, think I'm disturbed, but I must say, I feel, I think, in some way, such relief. But the effort is getting to be greater than the relief. Half the time, much now, awfully lazy, and lie down very ever so much. John says I mustn't lose my strength and has me take cod liver oil and lots of tonics and things to say nothing of ale and wine and rare wheat. Dear John, he loves me very dearly and hates me to make have me sick. I try to have a try to have a rest earnest real earnest reasonable talk with him the other day, tell him how I wish to go let me go and make a visit to cousin Henry and Julia. But he said I wouldn't be able to, to go. No, I may withstand it after I got there. Did not make out a very good. I did not make a very case for myself. I was crying before I had finished. It's getting to be great effort for me to think straight. Just this nervous weakness, I suppose. Did John get me up in his arms? Just carry me upstairs and lay me on the bed. Sat me by me, read to me till he tired my head. Said that it was his darling, his comfort, all he had. I just take. I must take care of myself, and for his sake, I keep well. He says that no one but myself can help me out of it. And I must use my will and self-control, and let no, not let any silly fancies run about with me. The one comfort the boy, the baby's well, happy, does not have the gock by his nursery with the horrid wallpaper, for he had not used it. If he had not used it for that, if he had, if he had not used it. That blessed child would have, but a fortunate escape. Why, I wouldn't have a child of mine, precious little thing, live in such a room of worlds. I never thought of it before, but it's lucky that John kept me here after all. I stand it so. That's easier than a baby can see. Of course, I never mention it to them anymore. I'm too wise. I keep watch of it all the same. There are things in that paper that nobody knows but me or ever will. Behind an outside pattern, the dim shades get clearer every day. It's always the same shade, only very numerous. It is like a woman stooping down and creeping about, hiding about behind that pattern. Don't like it a bit. I wonder, I begin to think, I wish John would take me away from here. so hard to talk with John about my case because he's so wise, because he loves me so. I tried it last night, it's moonlight, but it shines in all around, just as sun does. I hate it to see it sometimes. Quick so slowly and always comes by one window or another. John was asleep, I hated to waken him. So I kept still and watched the moonlight on the underlaying wallpaper, still until I felt creepy. The fake figure behind seemed to shake the pattern, just as he wanted to go, as if she wanted to get out. I got up softly, felt where to feel it, feel and see if the paper did wave. When I came back, John was awake. What is it, little girl? He said. Don't go walking about like that. You'll get cold. I thought it was a good time to talk, so I told him I'm really not gaining here. I wish they take me away. Why, darling? Said he. At least we'll be up in three weeks. I can't see how to leave before. Pairs are not done at home. I cannot possibly leave town. Just now, of course, if you were in danger, any danger, I couldn't would. But you really are, you are, really are better, dear. Whether you can see it or not, I see it, I am a doctor, dear. I know you're gaining fresh and colour. Your appetite is better. I feel, really feel much easier about you. Don't weigh it a bit more, said I. Not as much as my appetite may be better, even when you are here. 
It's worse in the morning when you're away. Bless your little, uh, little heart, he said with a big hug. Jimmy shall be sick as he pleases. But now let's improve the shining hours by try going to sleep and talk about it in the morning. And you won't go away, I said, asked gloomily. Why, how can I, dear? It's only three weeks more. Then we will take a nice little trip of a few days. Well, Johnny, Jenny's getting the house ready. Really, dear, are you better? Better in the body, perhaps, I began. Stopped short. He sat up straight and looked at me with such a stern, reproachful look. Could say not say another word, my darling, he said. Beg you, for my sake and your children, our children's sake, well as of your own. You will never, for one instant, let that idea enter your mind. Nothing so dangerous, so fascinating, uh, to temperament like yours. It's a false and foolish fancy. Can you not trust me, physician, when I tell you so? Of course, I said no more on that score. He went to sleep before long. He thought I was asleep first, but I wasn't. Lay there for hours to side to side, where the forward pattern, back pattern really did move together separately. Pattern like this by daylight is lack of sequence, defiance of law. It's a constant irritant of a normal mind. The colour is hideous enough, unreliable enough, infuriating enough, but the pattern is torturing. You think you've mastered it, but just as you get under way of following it, following it turns a black somersault. There you are, it slaps you in the face, knocks you down and trembles upon you. It is like a bad dream, the outside pattern is a Florida-esque grade. Remind me of one of fungus. If you can imagine a toadstool and joints of interminable strings of toadstools budding, sprouting in endless convulsions. Why, that is, some, why, that is something like it. There, that is it. That is sometimes. In one marked peculiarity, a paper, a thing nobody seems to notice. Myself, that it changes as the light changes. The sun shoots in through the east window. I always watch for the first time for the first straight ray. Changes quickly, and never can believe it. This is that is why I always watch it by moonlight. The moon shines all night where when there is moon. Don't know if it, it was the same paper. Night is any kind of light. A twilight candlelight, lamplight, the worst of all by moonlight. Become bars outside pattern. I mean, the woman behind it, as plain as it can be, didn't rise it for a long time. What the thing was that, that showed behind a dim sub pattern, but I'm sure, I'm quite sure it's a woman. But I'd like she's subdued, it's quiet, fancy it, a pattern that keeps her so still. It's so puzzling, keeps me quiet by the hour. Lie down every so much, ever so much now. John says it's good for me uh, to sleep while I can. Indeed, she started a habit by making me lie down by an hour each, after each meal. Very bad habit, I'm convinced for you. See, I don't sleep. I know what the convoy to make seat, but I don't tell them. I'm awake, or no. fact is, I'm getting a little afraid of John. Seeing very queer sometimes. Even Jenny has an inspectable look. It strikes me occasionally as a scientific hypothesis, and perhaps it is the paper. I watched John, and when he did not know, looking, come into the room with sunny, most innocent excuses. I caught him several times looking at the paper. Johnny, too, caught Jenny with her hand on it once. She didn't know I was in the room. When I asked her in a quiet, very quiet voice, in the most restrained manner possible, she was doing with the paper. She turned around as if she'd been caught stealing. Could look quite angry. 
asked me why I should frighten her so. Then she said that paper stains if it touched she had found the other smudges on all of my clothes and John's, and she wished she would be more careful. She did not sound innocent, but I know she was studying the pat- pattern. A pattern I am determined that nobody could find it, it out but myself. Life is very much more exciting than it's, than it used to be. You see, I have something more to expect, look forward to, to watch. We do eat better and quiet than I was. I'm not I'm quite than I was. So I'm so pleased to see me prove he laughed a little more so a little the other day and said I seemed to be flourishing despite my wallpaper. I turned it off with a laugh. No attention to anything which was cause of wallpaper. He made fun of me. You would make fun of me. You might even want to take me away. Don't want to leave now till I found it out. There's a week more. I think that will be enough. Feeling ever so much bright better. I don't sleep much at night. But it's so interesting to watch developments. I sleep a good deal in the daytime. Daytime is tiresome and perplexing. There are always new shoots and the fungus. New shades are yellow, it's all over it. I could not keep count of them, though I tried consciously. It's a strangest yellow and that wallpaper. It makes me think of all of the yellow things I ever saw. Not beautiful thing, ones like buttercups, old, foul, bad yellow things. It's something else about the paper, that paper, about that about that paper. The smell I noticed it in a moment came in the room. With so much air in the sun it was not bad. Now we have a week of fog and rain. Neither the windows are open or not. So is there. It creeps all over the house. You find it hovering in the dining room, sulking in the parlour, hiding in the hall, lying in wait for me on stairs. Gets into my hair. Even when I go for it to ride, turns my head, suddenly and surprise it. There it, it and surprise it there is that smell such a peculiar odour too i spent hours in trying to analyse it to find what it smelled like not bad at first and very gentle but quite the subtlest most enjoying odour oh joy and odour i met in a distant weather it's awful i make up and like Don't worry about it. it's awful. I wake up in the night and find it hanging over me. It used to disturb me at first. I thought something seriously burning in the house to reach the smell. But now I'm used to it. The only thing I can think of that it is like the colour paper yellow smell. Very funny mark on this wall, low down, near the bob board. A street that runs down around the room. It goes behind every piece of furniture, except the bed, a long, straight, even smooch. If it has been rubbed over and over, I wonder how it was done and who did it and why what they did it for. Round and round and round and round it makes me dizzy. I really have discovered something at last. For watching so much at night when it changes so I finally found out the front pattern does move and no wonder the woman behind it shakes it. Sometimes I think there's a great many women behind. Sometimes only one and she crawls around fast as calling shakes it all over then in a very bright spot she sleeps still in all the very shady spots she could just takes hold of the bars and shakes them hard she's still she's in she's all the time trying to climb through nobody could climb through that pattern it's strangled so i think that is why it has so many heads they get through then the pattern strangles them off and turns them upside down makes their eyes white if their heads are covered or taken off it would 
not be so bad, half so bad. I think that the woman goes out in the daytime. I tell you why privately. I've seen her, seen her out every, out of every one of my windows. Same woman. I know, for it's always creeping. Most women do not creep by the daylight. See her in that long shaded lane, creeping up the down. See her in those dark grape at the bars, at others, creeping all around the garden. I see her on the long, dark, along the long road, under trees, creeping along even when a carriage comes, she hides under berry vines. I don't blame her a bit. It must be very humiliating to be caught creeping by daylight. I lock the door when I creep by daylight. I can't do it at night. I know John was spectacular something at once. John is so queer now. I don't want to irritate him. I wish he would take another boom. Besides, I don't want anyone to get a woman out at night by myself. I was a wonder to see her out at all. Windows at once. But I turn and turn as fast as I can. I can only see you out of one at one time. But I always see her. She may be able to creep faster than I could turn. I watched her sometimes, all, times way off in the open country, creeping as fast as a cloud, shadowing a high wind. If only the top, only that top pattern could be gotten off from the under, under, under one. I mean to try it a little by little. Found out another funny thing, but I can't, shan't tell it this time. Does not, do, does not do to trust my people too much. It's only two more days to get this paper. Off, I believe John is beginning to notice. Don't like the look of his eyes. Heard him tell, asked Johnny, a lot of professional questions about me. She had a very good report to give. She said I slept a great deal in the daytime. John knows I don't sleep very well at night. For all I, uh, for all I am so quiet. Asked me all sorts of questions too. Pretended to be very loving, kind. But I couldn't see through, if I couldn't see through him. Still, I was still wonder if he acts so. Sleeping under this paper for the three months. It interests me. I feel sure John and Jenny are secretly affected by it. Aha! This is the last day, but it's enough. John is to stay in town overnight. I won't be out till the, this evening. Jenny wanted to sleep with me. The slight thing. I told her I should be undoubtedly, I should be undoubtedly rest better for the night all alone. That's over, really. I wasn't alone a bit. Soon as it night, moonlight. Poor thing began to crawl and shake the pattern. Got up and ran to help her. Pulled and she shook. I shook and she pulled. All morning we peeled off yards of the paper, a strip about as high as my head, half around the room. When the sun came, that awful pattern began to laugh at me. Said I would finish it today. We'll go away tomorrow. I'm moving all our furniture down again to leave things as they were before. Jenny looked at the wall in amazement. I looked at her merrily. I did not. I did it out of pure spite at that vicious thing. She laughed. Said she wouldn't mind. Doing it herself, I, I must get, not get tired. How she betrayed herself in that, that, that time. I am here. No person touches this paper but me, not alive. He tried to get me out of the room. Too patient. But I said I was so quiet and empty and clean now that I believe I would lie down again and sleep or I could have not wait till the evening, till even for dinner. I, call, I would call when I woke. She did, now she is gone, so it's gone. Things are gone. There's nothing left but the great bedstead. Bedstead nailed down with a canvas mattress. We found it. We shall sleep downstairs tonight and take the boat home tomorrow. I quite enjoy the room now. 
how it is bare again. How those children must tear about here. This bed said it's fairly grold. Um, but I must get to work. I've locked the door and thrown the key down the path, front path. Don't want to get out. Don't want to leave, leave anyone. Have anyone come in till John comes. I want to astonish him. I've got to, a rope up here where Denny did not find. The woman goes out, does go out and tries to get away. I could tire. I did not, but I forgot. I could not reach far out without any way to stand. Anything to stand on. Bed will not move. Try to lift and push it until it's slain. Then I got so angry, I bit off a little piece of one corner. They hurt my teeth. I peeled off all the paper. I could reach standing on the wall floor. Six horribly in pattern. She enjoys it. All the strangled heads and barbarous eyes, whirling fungus grows and just shriek to region. I am getting angry enough to do something desperate. Jump out the window with your viable exercise, but when it bars too strong you to try. So you wouldn't do it. Of course not. I know very well enough that a step like that is improper and will be misconstrued. I don't like to look out those windows even. There 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 are so many as creeping women. They creep so fast. I wonder if they all come out of the normal paper as I did. But I am securely fastened now by my well-hidden rope. Don't let me get it. Let me out on that road there. I suppose I shall have to get back by the pattern. When it comes night, and that is hard. So pleasant to be out in this great room. Keep round as I am so pleased. As I please, I don't want to go outside. I won't even if Jenny asks me to. Outside, you have to creep on the road ground. Think it's green instead of yellow. But here I can creep smoothly on the floor and my shoulder just fits in through the little snooch around the wall so I cannot lose my way. There. Why, there's John at the door. No use, young man, you can't open it. How he does call and pound. Now he's going kind of to an axe. He'll be ashamed to break down that beautiful door. John, dear, I said, in a gentlest voice. The key's down by the front steps. A plantain leaf. A plantain leaf. I silenced him for a few moments. Then he said, quite indeed, very quietly indeed, open the door, my Donny. I can't, he said. The key's down by the front door under the plantain leaf. And I said it again, several times, very gently and slowly. Sits so often, he had to go and see and got it. Of course, it came and came in. He stopped short of the door. What is it? What is the matter? He cried, for God's sake. What are you doing? Kept on creeping just the same. I looked at him over my shoulder. I got out at last, I said, in spite of you and Jane. I pulled it all off, off most of the paper, so you can't put me back. Now, why should that man have fainted? But he did, and right across my path by the wall, so that I creeped over him every time.